Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Az and today we're going to be using that classic FPL buzzword of essential, which players are essential in our Game Week 1 team. Well, if truth be told, no player is essential. You can obviously play the game your own way, you can pick whatever players you want, you can do well with whatever players you want. The word essential is more banded around for which players do we think could really punish you if you don't have and which are we expected to start the season really strongly and also which players might um, massively outperform uh, their value. So we use the, we use the term essential. Uh, FPL is a game of choice and you can get ahead of the pack by going against some of these options. Um, but we're going to talk about some of the players that are going to be really popular and are going to be hard to, to ignore. Um, so what I've done in this video is I've divided it into three sections. I've got the essential players. These are two players that I will 100% be starting with in my gaming one team. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. They will, are absolute locks in, as I'm sure there will be for a lot of people. Uh, then I've got the near essentials. So these are the players who I think pretty much are, are almost certain to be in my side and in a great deal of, of other sides. But I can see why people might be looking um, towards other players or, 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 or you know, there might be a bit of risk, a bit more risk kind of associated with how they perform uh, this season. And then the third category is the hard to ignore category. So again, these are players that I think demonstrate really good value. They're going to be in a lot of sides. Um, they will likely feature in my side as well. In fact, all the players I'm going to be talking about today will likely feature in my gaming one side. Um, but again, I think they, there's a bit more scope and room to, to manoeuvre. Um, away from them. So let me know in the comments if you agree with what I'm saying. Uh, a lot of these these things are going to be sort of fairly obvious for the, the hardcore players. You know, when I, I'm, I'm sure there'll be no prize for guessing who the first two players I'm going to talk about is. Uh, but hopefully I can present some, some stats and some reasoning behind that um, as well and for some of the other players too. Uh, before I do that, I just want to talk about the Fancy Football Scout members area. So this is where I've got all the data from um, today. Uh, if you're interested in making your own stats tables like what I've got here, uh, you can easily do that. Just head over to Fancy Scout, sign up as a member um, and and get creating your own tables. So I'm going to be focusing on on three uh, of, of, the, of the options from the stats tables here, which are FPL points, total FPL points from last season, FPL value. So this is price um, of the of their price now, so for the season coming, um, and it's their FPL points divided by that price. So that gives a sense of how good a value um, they are for that kind of price tag. Um, and then minutes per FPL point. So obviously FPL points doesn't take into account when players are injured or banned or whatever. Uh, minutes per FPL point is, is a good metric to use um, to see how quickly players are earning points and, and which ones get the points the, the speediest. 
So once again, head over to uh, fancyforscout.co.uk, sub as a member if you're interested um, in doing these. Uh, this is set as a public table um, as well. Just type in essential players and search for it, and you can see this if you want to learn a bit more. Um, but let's get going. So the first two players I'm going to talk about. Oh, what a surprise. Uh, it's Mohamed Salah. Uh, he's his number one uh, essential pick. Uh, and Trent Alexander-Arnold um, coming in at, at 7.5. I mean, looking at Mohamed Salah... Um, generally, he's he's been a, a, such a consistent performer for us over the last few years. You know, hitting 265 points last season, that was best um, in the league. Uh, his minutes per FPL point was 10.5. Uh, that was second to only uh, another player we're going to talk about um, in this video, uh, Ben Chilwell. Um, ben Chilwell didn't play that many games; only played five or six games. So, for Salah to you know have, 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 have be the second one over consistently over the season, and with the dip that he had towards the end. Um, just just shows what a great option um, he was. Bear in mind as well, in terms of total points, Salah did go off to the African Cup of Nations as well. So that Salah would likely have been um, even higher. Just again, just really demonstrates what, what an amazing player he is. Um, in terms of value, uh, value of the really premium price players uh, is, is difficult. The lower price players who score well, they're the ones that um, you know obviously have the best value. This is why it's such a useful metric to help you pick out the kind of bargains. Salah's value of 69th, um, player over the season, 20.4. Doesn't really take into account things like the captaincy, you know, particularly in the first half of the season and other things like that. You know, for a player to be 13 million, um, they need to be, you know, scoring hugely. I think what this just shows is even when a 13 million player scores 265 points, that money could be spread around the rest of your team if that captaincy wasn't such a big factor. I think people are, are going to be, there. people are going to be tempted to to take Salah out of their drafts. Um, and go with someone else, especially when you see um, a stat like that, and you think about how much you know value you can you can get from you know bringing in sort of eight nine million midfielders and that kind of thing. Um, but again, just bear in mind this this doesn't take into the the captaincy. Uh, and as we're going to talk about the first five fixtures um, for Salah um, and uh, potentially a, a player from City as well, just gives you that amazing captaincy um, options over the first five. So I wouldn't look too much into that value, but it is interesting that you know when they've got these premium prices. It skews that way. Um, Trent is there. Trent is there at 7.5 million this season. I, again, I've said on a couple of videos, I think he could have easily been 8.5, 9 million. Um, he was the third highest point scorer um, last season, which, you know, I think just shows how the defenders have, have changed so massively um, and how FPL kind of haven't really adjusted to that yet. And that's why there's such good value in the defence this season and why we're seeing, you know, people switching to form five at the back. Well, in the past, it's been five in midfield or for most of the time I've played FPL, it's always been those, those three forwards um, up top. Uh, in terms of value, though, quite interestingly, um, he comes in 11th, 27.7 uh, um, is the value. Uh, this is below quite a few goalkeepers, for example, who who um, obviously have a low price and scored well. Allison, for example, is the highest uh, in terms of FPL value, 5.5, 176 points. Um, he got, uh, you then got like Lloris, you've got Edison, even Sanchez, they're all higher and, and Saar, they're all higher than, than Trent just because they've got that, that lower that lower price, even though they score kind of less points. Um, in terms of that that defender though, and you know, and, and that is his second only, uh, to, actually there's a few players who offer better value than him. There's, there's Gabriel, there's Cancelo, there's Matip, even Van Dijk as well um, at 6.5 offered better value than, than uh, Trent last season. I actually think Trent underperformed last season on what he's capable of. I mean, it sounds ridiculous for you know for a player to get two hundred eight points from defence again. Um, I think as a, as a return, if you've got that, you you certainly wouldn't be unhappy with it. 
but I do think he can he can get even more uh, next season. Um, I mean, he had 12 assists last season. That's been better in, in two of his previous four seasons. He had 15 in 2019-20. I think he can get more assists. It was the 18 clean sheets for Liverpool last season that really kind of took him up. They only conceded 22 goals, um, which is outrageous. You know, if, if this player can get, you know, 20 clean sheets again, if he can add a couple more goals, he only got two last season, if he can get a couple more assists, you know, this could be the makings of a of a you know, 250, 260 point defender, um, which would be absolutely incredible. Um, he's currently owned by 57.1% of the game. So he's hardly differential and he's going to obviously feature in a lot of sides. Um, Trent is someone who his, his baseline seems to be around 200 um, for the season. Uh, I mean, you know, in Liverpool's, were, in Liverpool's terrible season in, in 2021, um, he got 160 points. But I, I think that was a, that was a complete anomaly. He's, he's, he's going to get 200 plus points again this season. So, He's not a player who who I'd be, um, you know, start, starting the season without. Um, let's take a look at near essentials. I've got three players in this bracket. Some of you might be surprised I didn't uh, bump Erling Haaland um, up to the essential bracket. I will talk about him in just a second. Uh, I'm going to start with Jao Cancelo. Uh, Seven million. Um, he'll set you back. He was the fifth scoring player uh, last season. Fifth highest scoring player with 201 points. That's fifth. Um, his minutes per FPL point was 16.1. That puts him in 20th in kind of the overall standings. But in terms of value, uh, if he got that again, he'd be uh, fifth um, on the list, uh, 28.7. Remember, he comes in a little bit cheaper um, than Trent. So the fifth best value player, uh, again, it's, it's, a, it's a player who I think underperformed on what he's capable of. I mean, the, the amount of clean sheets that Man City get uh, gives gives Cancelo a you know 170 180 point baseline anyway. He always seems to be someone who who, who can deliver more. He had most shots of all defenders last season. Um, he still came away with 11 assists, but you feel like he could have got more. Only one goal as well. If he can really start adding some goals um, to his locker, then that'd be really interesting. What will be interesting again is if Cucurella comes in. A lot of people are expecting Man City to sign another fullback, um, if, and many people are expecting it to be Cucurella as well. Even if it's not Cucurella, if it's another fullback, um, it might mean reduced minutes for Cancelo. Uh, he played pretty much every every match he was available for last year. We might see him dropping out a little bit more. My sense is though that he's he's too good. <laughs> he's too too good in that team to to drop. Um, he's one of the best fullbacks I've ever seen. Um, you know, absolutely deserves to be talked about in elite status. Last season, I think, was his breakout season from an FPL perspective. Only got 138 points um, in his season before that. I would very much expect him to be getting over 200 points um, again. So, you know, if you're thinking about 7 million forwards like Tony, you know, Mitrovic, you've got Calvert-Lewin at 8, Bamford at 7.5. It would be some. It would be much more of a surprise if those players hit 200 than, than Jao Cancelo for me. Um, the only sort of caveat with, with Cancelo and why I haven't put him in that essential bracket is that you've got someone like Diaz there at six. You've got Laporte there as well. You have got this slight worry if another fullback comes in of a few more minutes, a few less minutes, and you've got such other good um, you know, defensive options as well. So I would be almost certain that Cancelo is going to be in my side. But if I saw someone you know, trying to save a bit of money going for a Diaz or a Laporte, I think that's a better saving of the money um, than going for like a Van Dijk or Robertson over Trent. Uh, for example, so that's why Cancelo's there. But I think he's he's already at forty five point six percent ownership. I think he's going to continue to 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 you know be a, be a big factor um, in people's teams. Um, let's take a look at Reese James. Then um, I've put him in near essentials as well. He co- he will cost you six million this season. Again, I think he's he's underpriced. I think they've underpriced a lot of these um, defenders this season. Uh, in terms of points, he got one hundred and forty one points, which puts him at thirty second in the list. But bear in mind, he missed twelve games. 
through injury. So, you know, missed a, a sizable chunk of the season, nearly a third of the season, still came away with 141 points. Uh, some, you know, a bit, a few problems with, with Chelsea, maybe defensively. Rudiger's off. Thiago Silva's adding another year um, to his age. We don't know who they're going to get. There's talk about De Ligt coming in, for example, which would be a great signing for them. Um, but there's, you know, there's a bit of reshuffling in defence. Um, also, Rhys James can play a, a centre back um, as well, like we know, and drop into that three. Uh, Chelsea could switch to a back four. There's a little bit of kind of risk associated with him, which is why, again, I don't think we can really put him in the essential bracket. Um, in terms of value, uh, in terms of minutes per FPL point, though. 13.4, that puts him ninth um, on the list. Amazing, again, for a, for a defender to be featuring in, in the top 10. Um, in terms of value, uh, 23.5 puts him in 39th. Again, though, this is uh, a total of their of their uh, points divided by their, their price. If we adjust James uh, for 200 points, which he was absolutely on course to do, if he'd played in those 12 games, um, he would be getting a value of 33.3, which would put him first. He'd be, the, he'd be the most valued player in the game. So if you think Reese James is going to get 200 points this season, essentially, uh, he should definitely be a, a name uh, on your team sheet. And I think the fact that they can rest him, I say rest in the sense that they can drop him back to centre-back, I think that only boosts his, his appeal. So I'm expecting attacking returns. I'm expecting him to play in games that he might have missed last season. Uh, he's got the World Cup um, as well that he's going to be playing for. Yeah, I'd, I'd be very surprised if I didn't start with him. But again, there's a few factors to, to consider. Third player on this list, uh, Erling Haaland. You might have heard of him. Uh, he has signed from Dortmund uh, for City. Uh, he will cost you 11.5 million um, in FPL. It's very hard to judge um, a player like this. Obviously, I don't have any Premier League stats um, to talk about. What we do have is, is the kind of Bundesliga stats um, in which he played just over 20 games. He was injured for quite a, a significant chunk of that, of that campaign. Um, he got 23 goals, something like that. Um, eight assists as well. Had a you know absolutely barnstorming um, season. I found it quite hard to place him. I think Haaland is going to is going to in terms of total points. He's going to be somewhere in the 200 to 300 mark, um, providing he's fit. I think he'll probably start 30 games um, if if things go well this season. I think Pep will find ways to to manage his minutes. Um, and things like that. Um, again, it's, it's it's kind of difficult to judge. I've, I've put him in a, a projected 200 points. Um, this is actually based on uh, Aguero, uh, who had a, a, a fantastic season in 1819. Uh, he got 21 goals, 11 assists, um, and got 201 points in FPL. So if we're thinking that kind of 30-ish attacking returns for Haaland, um, 20 goals, 11 assists is, is about kind of, I'd say that's quite conservative, actually. Um, but if we think he's going to get that, uh, then that would put him um, sort of, you know, sixth in the overall points um, compared to last season. Um, and, you know, he he would, again, be be that kind of captaincy option um, for us. I You know, the fact that we're saying Reese James can get to 200 and, and I'm projecting Haaland at 200, again, I think shows more about how powerful the defence is rather than how limited I am with, with Haaland. I think Haaland's going to be an absolute superb addition to the league and City, obviously. Um, we never saw Aguero, you know, hitting the 30 goals uh, Mark, his best season was in 14-15 before Pep, but he managed kind of 20 goals sort of every season. Haaland could obviously dwarf that completely, but as an elite finisher that Aguero was, I, I've set a baseline at 200 points anyway. We'll see how much he how much he beats that by. Um, if he does get 200 points um, and he plays the 30 games, I said that would put him in 10th in terms of minutes per FPL point compared to players last season. And in terms of value, uh, it would drop him right down uh, to 114th uh, a value of 17.4. So again, this is uh, <laughs> this is where the high price tags, these players really need to perform. And, and you know, for 11 million, 11.5, 
for that value to be high, he needs to be getting 250 points, 300 points. But again, it doesn't take into um, captaincy uh, into consideration. So so do bear that in mind. That, that stat looks scary, but um, in terms of value, he might not he might not do it in terms of pure points. But when you add in the captaincy, it absolutely will. Um, now, Haaland is an interesting one. I mean, the reason I haven't put him in the kind of essential bracket is, is a couple of reasons. Firstly, is that, that injury record. I think people might be tempted to go for De Bruyne um, or Son, for example. I'm not suggesting that is completely the right play. I'll, I'll definitely be starting with, with Haaland. Um, but if there's, if there's worries about how he's going to adjust the league, adjust the Pep system, will he take a bit of time to get going? I can see why people might move away from him. Um, and again, when, you, when we're looking at um, Son and Kane, They've got that Southampton at home fixture in game one, which looks absolutely amazing. City away at West Ham in game one. So people who are starting with Kane, starting with Son and looking to move to Haaland for Bournemouth in, in game week two. Again, I think that's a completely viable strategy. So I'm not here to tell you that you need to start with Haaland um, in game week one. I don't have him in the same bracket as, as Salah and Trent, who have got Fulham in that first game. I don't think you can start without them. Um, but Haaland, there could be a bit of a wait and see. We've seen with someone like Werner, for example, how long it takes him. Um, and he's got that tricky game in game one. So if you just wanted to give yourself a bit more time um, to monitor, um, then you absolutely can. Um, one thing I will say about the Salah Haaland uh, double up um, for captaincy is it's really, really nice uh, for the first five game weeks. Uh, so on the screen, I'm just showing a kind of fixture chart. Um, here, the blues show the uh, Liverpool Man City rotation that you can go with. So in game week one, you can captain Salah at home, uh, away at Fulham. In game week two, you've got Haaland at home to Bournemouth. In game week three, you've got a choice. Uh, Man United away uh, for Liverpool or Newcastle away for Man City. Both good games. Probably fancy Liverpool in that one, given what they did to United last season. Uh, then in game week four, you've got Bournemouth at home uh, for Liverpool. Um, and then in game week five, you've got Nottingham Forest at home for Man City. So essentially in the first five game weeks, if you go with the Salah and Haaland double up, uh, you get four newly promoted teams every first five to captain those two in. So again, that is what kind of put, I think for if from game week two, I would, I would actually drive Haaland up to that essential bracket if, um, you know, if, if he looks fit and he looks like he's adjusted, um, just so you've got someone in, in for that Bournemouth game. If he doesn't, then I think we could be looking towards the likes of De Bruyne or someone like that. Um, because Liverpool got, got Palace in that game, not a bad stretch, but that Bournemouth at home game looks prime for a four or five nil route for, for City. Horrible game for Bournemouth to be going into um, in game week two. So, yeah, I think uh, people might be looking to start without without Haaland or, or a City player, but there's going to be a lot of clamour for them in, in, in game week two. Uh, finally, let's have a look at the other category, which is the hard to ignore. Um, again, I don't think these three players are essential, uh, but they're players that I'm certainly looking at and, and sort of uh, trying to get them kind of in my side. Um, you can only pick one, obviously, out of uh, Luis Diaz, who I've got on the screen, Andrew Robertson. If you pair them with Salah and, and Trent, you can't have all four, unfortunately. We need four Liverpool spots. Um, I've also got Ben Chilwell um, on the list as well, who I'll talk about in a second. Uh, so Luis Diaz is really, really popular. Singham talks about a lot. Comes in at 8 million, uh, which is really cheap. Uh, he, I looked at his points from game week 24, which is when he, he signed... Um, for Liverpool, uh, a little bit disappointing, got 64 points, which puts him 37th on the list of, of all players. Obviously, there's that kind of adjustment of period, but we saw with someone like Kulusevski, for example, who just hit the ground running um, and featured really highly um, in those in those rankings. Um, minutes per FPL point, 15.1, that puts him 27th, so just inside the top 30. Again, it's not amazing. Um, and then value of, of eight, which puts him 129th. It took me ages to go down the list to kind of uh, to find him. So... 
realistically, if we're looking at last season's numbers, it doesn't indicate to me that he's going to be a kind of a Mane uh, type figure. You know, I, I think that clinical edge is, is lacking. He hasn't got that ability to get FPL returns out of nothing. It's a new look Liverpool side. There's going to be some adjustments, you know, with Nunes, Jota, Diaz, five sub rule. There's plenty of reasons to, to kind of worry a little bit about having Diaz in your team. I certainly wouldn't have him in that kind of essential bracket. There's reasons enough to not go with him. However, I think at eight million, um, we're going to see uh, a, 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 we're going to see a different side of him. He he hasn't got to hit the heights of Mane. He hasn't got to hit the heights of eleven to twelve million. If he if he gets a kind of an attacking return every game, or even one, once every other game, um, you might even be happy with that if he's getting bonus um, as well. And you've got to think in his second season he's going to massively improve. Um, Liverpool as well. He's one of the most talented players I've I've ever seen um, play football. His touch is. Ability, his crossing, everything is is absolutely superb. His movement, um, so I'm expecting I'm expecting big things from him. But again, if you base this on last season stats, it might just be a little bit of a, a wait and see. I think from an FPL perspective, he he disappointed um, last year, even though he he had such a big impact for for Liverpool in the in the second half of the season. Um, Robertson's next, um, seven million for him. Um, his points, 186, that puts him eighth. Um, in the list, another kind of fantastic season for him. Again, 7 million players are getting close to 200 points. Um, can't be sniffed at. Uh, in terms of value, uh, 26.6, that put him 19th in the list. So in the kind of top 20 um, players. And again, I think he's a player who who could do even better um, next season. On corners, could get even more assists. He's started to add goals to his locker um, as well. So if you think he's going to kick on, uh, he could be a great option. Uh, a minutes per FPL point, 13.7, that puts him 12th. Um, on the list, so again, he's beating a lot of midfielders, a lot of strikers. Uh, you know, defenders being being so highly on this list is something that just didn't really happen a few seasons ago. And we're, we're talking about quite a few of them um, already uh, in this video. So again, I think you know we're we're probably all going to be going for the Liverpool triple up, given they play Fulham in that first week. Uh, I think it's going to be one of Diaz or, or Robertson. Um, I think Robertson is is the kind of the safer option, um, but it does mean you might have to go five at the back. If you're getting the likes of James, Cancelo, Trent, you know, Chilwell, all these guys, um, if you don't want to do that and you want to be a bit more balanced and you think Diaz is going to kick on this season, um, then you go for him. Um, but again, they're, they're hard to ignore in the sense that I think everyone's going to be going with, with Triple Liverpool and with one of those two um, as well. Um, and then finally, I've got Ben Chilwell here. So he's coming in at six million. Uh, again, an amazing price. Um, I looked at his stats from game week seven to 12 when he was fit. Um, and they're, they're, it's pretty exciting reading. I mean, in terms of points over that period, he was second with 54, second only to Salah, uh, who obviously is, is 13 million, was 13 million last season, so this is a 6 million defender. I think he was about 5.6 million when this was going on. Minutes per FPL point, uh, 10 minutes per point, out second again, only to Salah as well. And in terms of value, I mean, nine obviously put him first because he was scoring so many points and, and, and was so cheap. So again, it's similar things to James. He's he's had this injury as well, um, you know, to come back from. But he did play, you know, a minute against Watford in the last game last season. If he can show anywhere near glimpses of of getting back to this form um, that he was in during this spell, uh, he he's going to be in that essential in that essential bracket. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, how Chelsea line up at the back um, next season. If you're worried about James dropping back in the centre back, for example, when you really want that out on the left, then I think Chilwell is is the man. Uh, to go for and again it's it's a great uh, thing for England to have him back because we're really struggling at left back um, kind of without him so yeah I think the signs are there for, for Chilwell to, to really kick on and again Everton at home in the first week is really nice 
Um, so that's it. That's my list. I hope that's been useful uh, for people. I'm sure a lot of these players you're already considering. They've been in and out of your team already. Um, hopefully the stats um, have, have shown a few things that you might not have considered. Um, please like this video uh, if you uh, have enjoyed it. Please subscribe to the channel as well. We've got loads of preseason content um, coming and I will see you on the next one. So thanks for watching and see you soon.